Welcome back to the Bros Take podcast for the round seven preview. In the first matchup, we got the Dolphins and the Rabbits. We've got a couple of big ins. Um, Dolphins had Jesse Bromwich missed last week, comes back in, and Robert Jennings comes back in um, for his first game for the side with Branca, uh, Edric Lee popping out um, onto the extended bench. For Rabbits, we got Alex Johnson makes his way back inside from a head knock. And the other big one is Jai Arrow. Named prop, do you reckon he'll start there? Um, yeah, look, I think um, if he's been named, he should be ready. Um, I sort of like that because Jacob Post is pretty effective and um, just gives that... Uh, Sort of a bit more of a punch through the middle there. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Well, it's round, what, seven now? He picked up that hamstring in round one, didn't he, the first half of that? I think he played like, yeah, five minutes. and Yeah, tweaked it again. Um, so, yeah, good to see him back. Um, for the Dolphins, we got Ray Stone. Um He's going to start with Hamasello moving to the bench and JJ Collins um, is coming off the bench. I don't think, yeah, he's, he's played for Raiders previously, but it's his first game for the Dolphins. Um, how do you see this, this matchup going? Dolphins um, are sort of pretty, pretty comfortable at the moment, to be honest, getting a win against Cowboys last week. Yeah, I think they've obviously um, just clarified to everyone with that win over the Cowboys that you certainly cannot underestimate them at all. They're going to be there, and if you give them opportunities um, or you give them enough opportunities, they're going to execute them. So I reckon um, (laughs) you'd imagine that South should probably win by two or three tries here, but this this could be a game that goes down the last 10 minutes because South do tend to play the opposition's sort of game style and, you know, they don't sort of take control as much as you'd like a team of this sort of calibre to do so. Um, Obviously, did last week. That's been brewing for a little while, I think. But um, this could be another massive upset here with the Dolphins if South sort of get into that sloppy sort of game. Yeah, I think... I think, um, like Rabbits last week, who who they have last week? The Doggies, wasn't it? I think in like that matchup, it was it'll be pretty tight for that battle at the start. But I think Rabbits just have too much to play for. Off last week, coming off a big performance last week, we'll sort of roll on and have a have a pretty good win, like you said, a couple of tries. Wouldn't be surprised if it blew out a little bit, but at the same time, I see him sort of winning by around the. 10 to 14 mark around that. Um, yeah. I know Thompson, I believe, um, he picked up that ankle injury last week. I think he's a bit touch and go. I think they're waiting to see how he goes throughout the week. But if he um, doesn't play, I think they got Tane Mills as a replacement player who will slot in, which is pretty comfortable in that side anyway. So you don't lose much with either of those players playing if Thompson misses out. Eh? No, nah, I think... Um... Look, Isaac, um, I say his name, Tulapu Thompson. Um, he's been 
oh, building very well, I reckon. Um, he hasn't obviously been some, you know, massive impactful player, but a lot of his carries, he makes some good yardage meters um, off the second and third tackle. And um, I really like the way he's been coming along. Um, a little disappointing with that um, injury, but, yeah, if he's not there, Tane Mills, firecracker, so yeah, slide think, in. I think Thompson sort of, um, obviously, Rabbit's attack issue hasn't been so, so left-hand dominant, and it shows with Campbell Graham, the way Campbell Graham's been playing as well, that they have been going down that ride a bit more, and um, obviously two big bodies there jumping up um, with cross kicks and all that, so he gets, gets them involved a lot more, so... Yeah, Thompson's definitely been sort of flying under the radar, I think. He's been pretty playing pretty consistent. So hopefully he's good and um can get out the field on Thursday. You're obviously going rabbits, you said, eh? Yeah, I think I'll be going the rabbits, maybe like a 20, 28 win. All right, in our second match on Friday night, we've got the Sharkies taking on the Roosters, kicking off at 6 o'clock at points bet. Couple of back ins for Sharks. We got um, Wade Graham coming back into the bench. We've got Delphinukin and Toby Rudolph missing out. What Delphinukin suspended and Rudolph picked up that foot injury. Um, they had the bye last week, so it sort of slid on the radar a bit. But um, he's going to be out for a couple of rounds, isn't he? I think a couple at least. I think um, he's got about. 12 odd weeks there with like a toe yeah. injury. <laughs> sounds pretty yeah. crazy to miss that much time with a toe injury, but it must be pretty serious. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Oregon Confuci comes back from a head knock, and Thomas Hayes- Hazelton comes on the bench for the Sharkies. I'm pretty sure they're all 1 to 13. Oh, Cam- Cameron McInnes comes to 13 with Fanukin out. And Wade Graham comes into the bench. Sharkies sort of had that problem with everyone fit. How how are they going to fit everyone in? Like we touched on before, but sort of get lucky to see how um the boys will play with Fanukin out for a little bit, eh? Yeah, um, I reckon it'll be a massive sort of loss just with um his leadership. But they're still a really strong side. They've got a lot of lot of boys there that have played that hundred odd 150 games uh, they can really pick up the slack um I'm surprised to see Braden Chindles um 18th man but um you know that's way Graham there he can slot in the halves if anything goes yeah, wrong as well so yeah they're obviously gone the bigger pack instead of having Trindle sort of the out and out half on the bench but um Wade can obviously fill in that position as well. Um, the Chooks get Tedesco back, which obviously pushes Mano back to centre and Drew Hutchinson to the bench. And Matty Lodge is back this week, which pushes Fletcher Baker out. Um, big in Matty Lodge um, with their forward ro- um, rotations. They sort of lacked a little bit, I thought, when um, Hargraves and um, Collins came off, but I think they, I don't know if they will take Hargraves to the bench and that maybe Lodge start to sort of keep that impact like they were last year. 
Um, How do you see this game going? I reckon it's going to be a slugfest, eh? Um, I can't see see really any team sort of blown out by more than two tries, and I reckon it's going to be real tight. Um, We're saying that, though. Sharkies have had a bit of a question mark around their defence this year, so I don't know. I reckon... I reckon Roosters by 10, 12. Oh, you're going for Roosters comfortable, Yeah. Eh? If, uh, oh, I don't That's know about comfortable, but um, I don't know. The way they played last week, I reckon they'll be very disappointed. Um, Storm do have a lot of players back, but are still pretty depleted. So I reckon a lot of people would have expected them to win last week. Yeah. So, yeah, with yeah. that said, they should should be able to get the point. Uh, two points. Yeah, I'm going to go Roosters. Yeah, like, well, similar. I think they, they should get get the win, but I could see going down to the wire. I hope they get get a couple of tries to make it a bit less stressful, but, yeah, I can see them going down to the wire. Hopefully, Chooks can get the win. And the Friday night match at 8 o'clock at Four Point Park, we've got the Manly Seagulls taking on the Melbourne Storm. Couple of ins and outs for both teams. Ruben Garrick and Kyle Lawton both miss out. Ruben Garrick picked up a concussion with Raymond Tumli-Vagi coming to the side. I think he played a couple of games last. He actually, I think he debuted in the Pride round last year. Yeah. Picked up a trial team. Um, and he comes in on the wing for Garrick. Kyle Lawton misses out. But the big one is... Um, Josie Schuster has been dropped into the reserves. He's he's still coming back from the quad cork, I think it was, but interesting that he's been named in the reserves and he was either right to go or not, eh? Yeah, it must still be bothering him a bit, you'd imagine. Um, <coughs> pretty hectic because it's it was only said it was a cork, but it must be a pretty bad one. Yeah, there must be something going on there more than the letting on. But Cooper Johns is named at six, being pretty handy for him, but a couple of couple of tough weeks for Manly, so um gonna be a tough game against Melbourne and Nico um Nico Hines, not Nico Hines, Nick Meany misses with a head knock he picked up last week. I believe he's had some delayed symptoms, so he's out for uh, eleven days. But Big one is Jonah Peasant comes into six and Monsters push back to fullback. I don't know if they get more dangerous with Monster at fullback. Hey, eh? bringing in someone like Jonah Peasant who can sort of sort of fill that role with Monster. He's sort of that ball playing, running five eight, and then Monster at the back is fucking making him more dangerous. I I really think this is probably almost their strongest team because. Um, Jonah Peasant's been really good and um, Munster is just going to get more ball now. So yeah. I've I got a feeling this potentially could be their strongest sort of lineup, barring a couple of injuries to the forwards. So um, it'll be interesting to see sort of how Jonah Peasant handles the next fortnight because say he's there again the following week, um, depending on that 11-day turnaround with Meany. Um, they, if they sort of play the house down, Manly do look pretty vulnerable at the moment. So if they have another big win here and then back it up again the following week, 
I wouldn't be surprised if they run with this team until um shit. <laughs> yeah, until Paps is back. So Yeah. Yeah, I I d I don't well we spoke about it earlier. I'm not too well obviously they had um Nick Meany, but I'm surprised they didn't do this earlier. Obviously, Peasant only debuted this year in, um, against Titans, but, yeah, I would have sort of done this a bit earlier, right? Give Peasant in there. Obviously, Hughes got suspended as well, so it's been a bit tricky, but, yeah, I, I really like this lineup for Melbourne with Cameron Munster at the fullback. I think Will Warbrooks would really been um, – it was a bit of a worry at the start, but he's sort of picking up his form and playing some consistent football for Melbourne, so – Pretty dangerous with those two big fellas on the wing with the coats as well. Yeah, I think um, also the best thing that could come out of this too, um, the 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 biggest one is just Jonah Peasant. If he can play his role and play nice and solid, um, you'd almost consider sticking with this and just having um, perhaps coming off the bench to sort of get his groove again. And you know, if they're playing well. Fuck, you'd, you'd want to stick with that. Just have Paps as that extra <clears throat> coming off through the middle. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I wouldn't mind seeing it. They're only going to get – they like you just said, they're probably the strongest lineup, and they've still got – obviously, Poppenhausen come back, but you don't know at what capability he's going to be and how long it takes him to get back into it. But – um. The also big one is Nelson. Nelson Solomon has got to come back into this pack. So they're going to be a dangerous side. Like, everyone's riding them off, but they're still sitting in third. And they've had a couple of tough losses at the start of the year and back-to-back losses as well, but they're still up there. So, yeah, everyone everyone's tries to ride off Melbourne every year, but they're going to compete again. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, back to the um, shit. When was it when we done our predictions for the top eight? Yeah. I got down the seventh and um, was about to throw in para and oh, sorry, eighth. And I realized I didn't have a storm and just straight away without hesitation just thought, there's no way you're going to write them off. Yeah, well, it's still, they, they, I 100% think they'll make the top eight. But like when, when you say they're in third, from second to seventh, they're all on eight, and then eight, so eight, eight points, and then eight positions and nine positions are on seven points. So it's like all three points in between one and nine. So there's still a lot to play out, but yeah, definitely think they'll finish in the top eight this year. But how do you see? Oh, actually, um, mainly have Aaron Woods debuting for him this week. Um, He's mainly debut. He comes in on the bench. Um, but how do you see this one playing out? Um, at, at four points, that's Brookie, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, look. I reckon Melbourne should win comfortably. Um, comfortably, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. that. that it, it might take to around the 50, 60th minute mark for him to sort of um, – run away with it, but I think they should be in control for most of this game. And You said that against um, – you said that last week against um, Manly when they came up against Panthers, and 
I'm pretty sure I tipped Manly last week and I was very disappointed in their performance last week. So I'm going to back them. I'm going to back Manly again, actually. I think they need to bounce back. If they don't bounce back, they're... I don't know what's going on there. But I'm going to tip Manly in a close one, being a rookie. It's where the infamous fam- famous fight happened as well against Melbourne. So um, I'm going to tip Manly in an upset in that one. In our first match on Super Saturday, we've got the Warriors taking on the Cowboys. Both teams coming off pretty pretty unexpected losses, I think. Um, Warriors lost to Newcastle and Cowboys lost to Dolphins. For Warriors, we got Tare Martin picked up, I think, an, um, was it a knee or ankle injury? Um, lower leg fractured um, oh, oh, fibula or something. Funny. Yeah, one of his leg bones. Yeah, right. He's out for six weeks, I think I've seen. Um, and Wade Egan picked up a heavy concussion, so he's out as well. We've got Freddie Lussick coming in to replace him, and Dylan Walker's slotted into 5 8 for Wade Egan. Um, for the Cows, we've got Griffith Neum picking up a pretty, pretty bad injury. What was what did, did you say? What was the. Uh, I think it was like thorax or something, something in his throat. Yeah, it's pretty scary. But um, he misses out, which Mitch Dunn comes in to start in front row. And um, Tommy Chester, Jamin, Tamale Brown, and Reese Price get on the bench. How do you see this one playing out? Oh, actually, we've got Tane Topanu coming in the bench for Warriors as well to sort of feel that utility sort of for. Um, Dylan, uh, Dylan Walker. But how do you see this one playing out? Um, <laughs> if Wade Egan and Timurin Martin were playing, I would find this very difficult. But um, in saying that, I still think this should be a really tight game. Um, I'm going to bat the Cowboys just because they need a win. They need a win. Um, and Warriors, really, they they shouldn't have won that game against the Sharks. That was fucking ridiculous. So um, it could be very easily looking at two teams on back-to-back losses here and pretty disappointing two games as well. So Also, forgot to mention, Cowboys have Murray Talangi come back in and Jeremiah Nano come back into the sides as well with another week of Ruben Potter and um, Scotty Drinkwater. So... I think, yeah, I think Cowboy, Cowboys need to put on a big performance. They've been very disappointing this year. And um, it's over in New Zealand as well. It's going to be tough for them. I think, I think they just get the win. I think Warriors will show up there and um, put on a big performance. But I think Cowboys just get the win in that one. Who are you, who are you going? Are you going Cowboys? Yeah, I'm going to go Cowboys by like <laughs> four or eight. It'll be pretty tight, I reckon. Yeah. 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 Um, we got the Newcastle Knights taking on the Panthers at McDonald Jones Stadium at 5.30 on Saturday. Um, what do we got? Jaden Braley, devastating, going his ACL. Again, was it? Did, no, he did. He done, oh, it was his ACL he did? I think he done an ACL and Achilles, and then now he's done his same ACL on the same knee. Yeah, sucks. Sucks for him. Um, 
Phoenix Crossland slots into a hooker for him. Uh, I think that's their only change. And what Brody Jones comes in on the bench for them. And Panthers are unchanged. It's hard to see anything, but a Panthers pretty dominant win in this one, eh? Yeah, actually, Newcastle haven't been going too bad, but against the back-to-back premiers, it's going to be tough, eh? Yeah, the thing is, um, I think it was sort of similar similar with the Dolphins where it's just one of those questions like, yeah, they're playing great, they're playing real tough, but like how long can they sort of maintain this such a physical sort of game? Not to yeah, say any game isn't physical, but... Uh, yeah. Hey, what... Quick side note, this is um, Rayleigh's, like, third big injury in what I think this is his fourth year at the Knights. Do you bite the bullet and look for another hooker? Well, that's his season gone. And then you obviously got to, what, give him – I wonder what his contract is. Quickly get it up. I'd say um, he's probably got another year in his contract. I wouldn't be surprised. But um, just thinking, like, geez, that's like, do you keep investing in someone that just, unfortunately, it's nothing to do with them. It's just their bodies can't hold up. Well, I think I think they're gonna have to. <laughs> they're luckily like they're lucky they've got they got Gamble and Hastings this year, and obviously Crosslands. A half, but obviously can slow in the hooker, and they've obviously got Kalen Pong to come back into the side as well. So I think this year they can move a bit around. I think um, I think Gable might have signed a one year. Uh, uh, I think he signed a couple of years. He signed three years, I think, didn't he? Um, I I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, and no, I think they've got it. I think. If Jaden Braley's fit and healthy, he's one of the best. He could be one of the best hookers. But, um, yeah, he just needs to get his body right and then hopefully he can build with Ponger. Lachlan Miller at the back's been sort of a bit of a standout that I didn't expect. Um, so, yeah, I think they can build build with what sort of their sort of core, core there, but um, they just need to be fit. Yeah, big I question agree. Marks around as well when he comes back, how he goes for the rest of the year. So, um, yeah, yeah, just just if they're fit, I think they can build something pretty good. But um, yeah, just going to take time and have to wait until next year, hope now and work on it. But yeah, I think Panthers win quite comfortably in that game. Yeah, me too. I see another another fifty pointer coming up here. Another fifty pointer and. Actually, they didn't get 50 last week. Who got 50 last week? Put on them. The Rabbits. Rabbits put 50 on doggies. There goes their premiership hopes for the year. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the Friday uh, Saturday night game, we've got the Titans and Brisbane, uh, another Queensland derby. I swear we're having Queensland derbies every week now. Yeah, it's um, great. How's that, Tommy? Sexton scores the match winning try for Titans and gets dropped. Kieran yeah. Horry's back this week. Um, so he replaces him in six. And I think that's the only change for Titans. Did you catch any of the Titans game? No, uh, a little bit, not too much. 
No, yeah, I was I didn't see, but um that Chris um Randall Chris Leamy who came over from the Super League. Oh yeah, yeah. Chris he, um, Lemming. Yeah, he came off the bench for him and it's on the bench again this week, so Try to keep an eye on that and see how he performs because um, the boys seem to be getting around him. The other big one that Titans signed in the last week was Tom McKaylick from He was at the West Tigers and he went over to the Super League, but they got him back and he went to Kiba with a lot of the boys. So um, I think he'll be a good addition to the four pack for the Titans. Yeah, definitely. Well, the Broncos, we said before, Tommy Flagler's um, out with a throat injury and brings in, I think it's Kobe Heddington comes in on the bench. Um, he was sort of their shining light through that tough year, I think, of COVID and the year after. He was always sort of performing and pretty consistent. So he gets a spot on the bench and um, hopefully can sort of keep that locked down while Flagler's out. But at it's it's at Seabus as well and Gold Coast. How do you see this game going? Uh, look, I think um, these games normally go like three dominant wins by the Broncos and then like a an upset by the Titans. Um, but, yeah, um, I yeah I, look, I, I sort of... I think Brisbane should get this, but I can see it being a very entertaining, high-scoring sort of game. Yeah, Titans can go with them. Well, go with them on the like attacking, but I just don't think with what the Broncos can throw up at the Titans, I don't think their defence will be able to hold on. Where I can see see Broncos' defence um, holding on a lot more with sort of their bit more experience they got in their pack. Um, so yeah. I think I'm going to go Broncos maybe by a couple of tries, maybe late to sort of seal it. Yeah, I agree. And on Sunday, we've got the Raiders down at GIO Stadium against the Dragons kicking off at 2 o'clock. Um, Jordan Rapinar will miss with that head injury. And I think Nick Kotrick, yeah, Nick Kotrick comes back into the side. It's questionable how he's been a bit out of favour. I don't know why that is, but you would have thought he would have been in the side, even pushing for that fullback position at the start of the year. But um, he comes back in. Jade Croker holds down his position for another week. Um, and I think that's about it for the Raiders. I think the pack's pretty similar. Uh, for the Raiders, um, Francis Molo, um, I'm pretty sure, got suspended for I, – I didn't see it, but I think it – did you see um, in the Titans match? I think it was like the first couple of minutes he did something. He got simbinned, I'm pretty sure. I flicked it on and um, seen they had someone sent off after like three minutes, and I thought, you ripper, got a couple of Anton Trust scores for the Titans, so hopefully that helps. But um, – I didn't score a point while it was off. I didn't see the contact either, but I don't think it was too bad. I think he just sort of came into contact with a, a head. He must have. Yeah, okay. yeah a bit loaded or something. Um, and the other one is Michaela Rovarela is out this week. 
which opens the door for Talgatal Moga. He's been around, hasn't he? I think he even he ended up at Rabbits for a little bit, didn't he? Yeah, he was at the Rabbits for a bit. Um, he's bounced around a few clubs. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was at the Knights for a while. Um, he had that blinder view with Brissy, I think, was it 2016, maybe? Yeah. And, uh, or maybe 2017, while well, Bennett was still there. And then um, I think he'd done his knee the year after when he signed for some good coin at Knights and just never quite yeah. made it back. Um, and Tom Ch- Churchman comes in on the bench for the Dragons. Um, how do you see this one going? It's sort of a little bit of a toss point. I think um, Raiders obviously had a big win last week, but they've sort of still got that inconsistent football look about them, eh? especially like Seb Crease at the back, um, Albert Hopperwadi, Matthew um, Matogo, like the back sort of still very young and like then, then just have that off game, all of them at once. And it's like, oh, fuck, you know, like what's going on? But how do you – oh, actually, the other big one is Jackie White and coming back in. Missed that one. But um, how do you see this game going down in Canberra? Um, i got no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I can – I don't know. I'd imagine this should be real tight, but I could also see one team just having a couple brain farts and the other team – sort of, you know, throwing two or three tries on and just building a lead. So I, I really got no idea. I'd probably maybe lean toward the Raiders after knocking off Brizzy, but um, Dragons nearly done it a few weeks back as well, so I, I really don't know. Yeah. I think I'm going to go Raiders. Raiders in a close one. Well, it's actually Raiders probably, or I'm going to say, 24-6 maybe, something like that. You see it's sort of been a little bit close, but Raiders down at home after a big game last week. Um, I'm going to say get the win. And to round up the round, we got Parramatta taking on the Bulldogs. A couple of big wins for the Bulldogs. Um, we got Vimeo Kikau's back this week. Um, Tavita Pengard Jr. makes his first game for the year this year, I believe it is. Jacob Preston got off that suspension, so he's good to go. And um, Jossie Reynolds seals down his bench spot still with Ryan Sutton getting pushed back to the bench. And I believe the Parramatta are 1-17 from last week. Um, uh, they got uh, Junior Polo's back. Oh, Junior back. Yeah, I think that's their only change. Junior comes back into the front row. Which I think did William McGreg um start last week? Yeah, he, he started the last two weeks. Yeah, yeah. So um, he's back to the bench. Yeah, other one too. Um, eighteenth man for the doggies, Carl Olapu. Yeah, I actually late inclusion. Yeah, I watched him um for New South Wales Cup a couple of weeks ago. And, like, one of his first touches, they're, like, 10 metres out, and he just grabbed – it was against Warriors over there, and he just put it step, step, ran through um, two defenders and got it over the top of them and scored. I was like, oh, like, <laughs> yeah, he's fucking – yeah, he's not only, like, light on his feet, but he's powerful as well. So, yeah, really looking forward to his debut in the NRL. 
yeah, I think they were probably doing a good thing by just throwing him in at a non-F man, getting him traveling with the team a little bit, getting him around all the boys. And then, you know, after playing half a dozen or a dozen New South Wales Cup games, uh, depending on how they're going, like if they're still struggling with injuries, then give them a crack. Where do you, well, he's obviously a, he's more of a 5'8 than a half. Do you reckon Matt Burton can play half? Um, probably just bring him on as a floating lock. He, like from all reports, he's a big body, so yeah, just give him give him ten fifteen minutes in like a floating lock or something like that. Yeah. Um, how do you see the Pango Junior and Vimy Yale kick out? Do you reckon they strengthen up the pack enough to handle Parramatta, or do you think Parramatta run over the top? I really don't know. Um. You seen fucking what was it Raiders Panthers um two weeks ago Raiders got absolutely pumped and then they just come out and knocked off Brizzy were on a six game win streak so yeah. or was it was it six or five I can't remember but um well, yeah yeah so like I don't know most of the time teams do tend to bounce back after a bit of a humiliating loss so. Parra did, didn't look the best as well on Monday against the Tigers. They like had good parts, but they still sort of um, – and they haven't looked horrible all year. They've only just lost, lost their matches, but they're sort of still not con- connecting quite, I think. Um, I think on the edges, they're probably a bit, big, a bit weaker, like Bulldogs, Jake Abrillo and Paul Almighty. They're still young, but – They've sort of got that power and sort of pizzazz about them compared to like Penasini definitely does have it, but he can definitely make a bad read. So, um, and Sean Russell with Hayes Dunster. So, I think Bulldogs might get them a couple of times on the edges. And I think that forward battle might be between them to see who can get them sort of on the front foot to sort of put on some shape. How do you see going? Um, I'm I'm leaning toward the dogs. Um, I haven't been that convinced. The Eels the last couple of weeks. Um, dogs obviously really disappointing in last week, so I think they might bounce back. Yeah, I can see doggies. Doggies getting the win as well, actually, and um. Yeah, I hope they can get up. We're going to tip doggies, but I think this is going to be a close one. And I I hope not, but I think Panthers' experience might get them over the line. But be good. We've got Reed Marnie coming up against his former team as well. It's You don't even think about, like, some of the players. Like, you think doggies, oh, yeah, don't won't really be able to ice the moments and stuff like that. But they've still got, like, Reed Marnie that sort of controls everything. And, like... He was such a big part um, of Para, and he wasn't even able to do anything like, like that. Para, like now he can control, run when he wants, and all that, and not have Moses down his throat. So, yeah, it should be a good game to round up the round. Um, and we've got the West Tigers with a bye, so they'll finally get two points. Um, <laughs> get off the bottom of the ladder with nothing. But, um, that's going to be a wrap-up for the round uh, preview. We touched on it yesterday, but it wasn't out yet. But um, Harry Grant's on top of the Daily M's by 
I think two, I think he was our 11. So he's sort of taken over top spot and um, against Manly this week, another good tough game. So I think he'll get a couple more points. But um, yeah, that's going to wrap up the podcast for tonight. If you guys can like, um, subscribe and share with any of your friends you think might enjoy the preview for the round. And um, we'll be back on Monday for the round wrap up of round seven. Thanks, guys.